Just one sec, guys. Here's the espresso I made for you. Wow, Lee, so excited to try out your espresso. Who's that? What's up? What are you guys doing? I was just making a nice espresso. Would you like... No, Lee. You'll all have to try Death Wish coffee. Kurt, isn't that the world's strongest coffee? Fuck yes, it is. Oh, man. It tastes great. Just explosion of flavor in my mouth. When I try Death Wish coffee, it feels like Jesus Christ himself washing down my throat. But, Kurt, this is a lot of coffee. You must have spent a ton of money on it. And not just American dollars, but Canadian money. Fuck, no, I didn't. I used coupon code 3 Greeners and I got 10% off. You can too! <gasps> In a world of lame, nerdy podcasts, one, no three, and maybe sometimes more nerds, will rise to the challenge. We hold these studios accountable. We celebrate the amazing feats of cinema. We sometimes rage out. We are the Three Angry Nerds Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Angry Nerds. Except <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. How can you be angry on Christmas Eve? Like, what kind of monster <laughs> are you? You're angry on Christmas Eve. Uh, with me, as always, is Katie. How's it going, Katie? Good. It's a white Christmas Eve, which I'm very excited about. It's so pretty out. Yeah. Uh, but I am stressed about packing. So there's that, you know? It's a little bit of give and take. A little bit of good. A yeah, I, I'm getting ready to go visit family, and, uh, you know, hopefully none of my family are listening to this, because it's been two years, and I'm like, uh, do I really, am I really ready for this? Am I ready to deal with family again? Uh, the answer is probably not, but, uh, you know what, worst comes worst, I'll just watch some movies, uh, including Don't Look Up, I could watch that on christmas eve because that's such a christmas movie don't look up no i mean not really it's not, <laughs> it's not really a christmas movie uh it's directed by adam mckay and uh stars jennifer lawrence leonardo dicaprio meryl streep kate blanchett quite a few people um jonah hill who i thought was great i like how he was like trying to be all the chief of staff but like he's really just Meryl Streep's character's son. He's like, sorry, mom. Uh, what do you think of Don't Look Up? Um, I, as probably everyone knows, I was really excited about it because of the cast. I just love Leonardo DiCaprio and I love Meryl Streep. And the cast is just so... It's like the Avengers of the film industry. I'm probably exaggerating here, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> You're not that far off, really. <laughs> um, I think this movie plays a lot on the gimmick of all the actors they have on board. Mm -hmm. um, it says a lot about the political situation or the selfishness of humans yeah. in ways that are presented in a comedic form, I feel. Um, it's not supposed to be taken seriously, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I think it's an important film that discusses 
Um, a l- it discusses a lot about how people behave, um, but also just pokes fun at the other political party, you know? Like, you um, definitely put this put in, like, COVID instead of uh, a comet headed towards Earth, and it would be pretty much the same thing. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of naysayers, despite the evidence presented towards them. It's, it's very um, fitting for what is going on in the world. And um, I don't know. I feel like with the cast, they obviously could have done more. But for what it's worth, it's a it's a fun movie that addresses a timely topic in a format that isn't too serious. Yeah, kind of reminded me a lot of uh, the Stanley Kubrick film, Dr. Strangelove, uh, where it's like very much like uh, a cynical kind of satire in a way. Uh, almost like it just doesn't <laughs> like the filmmakers just don't have faith in mankind anymore. And I'm like, eh, you're probably not that far off. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I thought it was actually, yeah. I mean, it's really well written. Uh, the performances are all great. Even like there's some weird cameos. Well, like, okay. So like, I didn't oh my realize God, Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris Evans. Yeah. Timothy oh shows up in this and I was like, what is that to Timothy Chalamet or whatever his name is, like Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I had to look it up because I'm like, that can't be him. I'm like, oh, it is him. Okay, it is him. Um, yeah, and I think like how the the plot kind of unfolds, it's great. I think like this movie was a little too long. Um, especially like when it comes to like, there's a lot of different subplots that kind of were unnecessary in this. Uh, I think, like, one of them was, like, uh, one of the characters is cheating on their partner, and, like, that just became a big thing, and I'm like, does that really need to be a big part of this movie? Like, probably not. I feel like it's part of showing how fame could change you, or fame gets into your head. Yeah. Because this movie is, like, two and a half hours long. I feel like it could have been, like, just a tad shorter. Like, I don't know. I, I I liked the movie, but like there were certainly points where I was just like, okay, like I'm checking my watch to like see how much time I have left in the movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think like it kind of it could have benefited from being like slightly more concise in, in its message and just being a little tighter. But I mean, I still like this movie. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like totally trashing it. It's just yeah, I, I kind of felt watching. I'm like. I feel like this movie is just going on a little, little too long and kind of losing a little bit of sight on what its message is supposed to be. Cause yeah, it's like, yeah, you're like, Oh, that's how fame changes people. But then we're also like, Oh, we're talking about how people just deny science and stuff. And there's just a, it gets to like a certain part of the movie. I would say like the second act where it just starts loading in stuff. And then I kind of was like, Oh, like this is not terrible stuff but it just felt like a little odd to like throw it all into the same movie as the one where you've got this like plot of people being told the truth and just absolutely denying it at the same time so um yeah i mean i don't know i still enjoyed it though quite a bit i i'm sitting at like around a seven out of ten i did really enjoy it 
I give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. That's very generous. But also Thank very you. fair. <laughs> uh, I also saw the Matrix Resurrections, and I really wish I didn't, because it was a very odd movie. So, like, um, basically, like, this is a sort of reboot sequel to the matrix movies but in these movies they treat the matrix like it was a video game and um uh keanu reeves character is like the one that made the video game it's just very weird but there's like a lot of points where they're like well they want to reboot it they they want to they even like cite Warner Brothers at a certain point. Like, oh, Warner Brothers wants to reboot this, and I'm like, what? What is going on? Like, is this supposed to be the movie? Like, I'm just so confused. Um, I don't think it's as good as the original, but there was like some really clever allusions to like the original movie. Um, there was also some good action and visual set pieces. I think definitely the movie had some story choices that I'm not going to spoil here, but were like very just baffling, like just watching it. I'm like, why did you choose this as like your plot like direction? And I think that's kind of the, the case for a lot of the Wachowski's movies nowadays. They just kind of like, they're really good movies, but they're just hampered by like just a handful of really odd plot choices that just don't add up. Uh, and I, definitely felt that with this i was like uh, uh, you know good really good movie like visually and a lot of the action stuff but yeah just a few story stuff kind of like just kind of uh brought it down for me also too like they do bring back some actors but then they also recast others and it just doesn't make any sense like they should have just recast everybody at that point but then you've got characters that are supposed to be other characters and they've been recast but then you've got other characters that are the same actors from the originals it just doesn't make any sense it's just weird so uh I, i'm like sitting at around a seven there's stuff that really makes me hate this movie but there's also some stuff that i really admired about this movie so i'm kind of like mm, a seven seems fair but i feel like there are days where that this movie could be like a four out of ten and days where it might be like an eight out of ten just because like there's stuff i really like and stuff i really have just like ugh. Cool. Um, and then Katie, you uh, recorded a review for a journal for Jordan. So we're going to actually just cut to that because that's already been pre-recorded. And then that's it. We can go have our egg dog or I don't know, whatever people do on the holidays. <laughs> just drink and tr start trash talking their family. I don't know what people do on the holidays, but yeah, we're, we're, we're going to wrap this up. So. Thanks so much uh, for tuning in, and we'll see you in the new year. Bye for now. Jennifer Jordan is a mass movie director by Denzel Washington about the true story of First Sergeant Charles Monroe King, who was deployed to Iraq and tells the love story between him and his wife, New York Times editor, um, Dana and his love letters and advice for his infant son, Jordan. Although it tugged at the heartstrings um, in, a, in ways that a movie that includes war and lost 
would be expected to, I feel that it missed the mark in the sense that it really had very little to do with the journal itself and um, Jordan and mostly just talked about the love life between Dana and um, Charles, which I felt who were quite incompatible in many ways. Um, when I walked into the movie, I really expected to see the interactions through the journal and the letters between um, Jordan and his father, but that only really happened towards the second half, really towards the very end of the second half of the movie, and I felt that even then it wasn't delved into really too deeply, and it was just briefly mentioned when um, Jordan would do something and he would say, oh, this is what my father says I should do in my journal. Um, I felt that it was emotional and um, really quite a stunning love story, but was not um, as it was titled. I felt that it was less about family and more about um, the relationship, the romance, and also included a lot of details that I feel a parent wouldn't share with their child. Um, in that case, I, while I enjoyed it, I felt that it really was not um, as good as it could be um, based on the story. And even though the actors were good, I felt that the movie and the writing could have done a bit more work. So all in all, I give it a 